This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. And as promised, we had a special guest at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, we have Rachel, who is an agent, investor, and all around um, someone who's been in real estate quite a long time. So how are you doing, Rachel? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, where you're at, what you do, and uh, we'll just start to get into your story. Okay. Uh, my name is Rachel Gannon. I am a realtor in Dayton, Ohio. I have been in real estate since 2013, and I started flipping in about 2016. Um, started buying a few long-term rentals, have an apartment building. We're dipping our toe into the short-term rentals. Wow. And uh, just kind of doing everything in real estate. Very cool. Well, tell me about 2013. When you say got into real estate, then would that be when you got your license, perhaps? Yes, I got my license December 5th of 2013 and kind of just spent the, the last month of the year getting things in order, setting up a marketing plan and getting ready and hit the ground running um, in 2014. Very, very cool. So I have no idea what was what it was Dayton. That's seven. God, it's seven years ago now. Can you believe that? Wow, time flies. What what was uh, Dayton, Ohio's real estate market like seven years ago? I'm gonna guess cheaper, but really, I have no idea. Very, very much so. <laughs> uh, you know, you could get a a nice three bed, one bath in in Belmont, which is a great central area just outside of downtown. You get a nice place there for. $50,000, $60,000. And now you can flip a house there. And, and I just sold one for $175,000. Wow. Um, mine rehabbed a house on a pretty busy street and it was beautiful, but that sold for $195,000 where <laughs> you couldn't give one away for $50,000 a few years ago. Wow. So Dayton is like a lot of the country. Um, it is, it's much more expensive to get in you know, to first time yeah. homes or rent flips. How about rent? Yeah. Do you, I mean, and you don't know it's totally okay, but I'm going to guess rents are up also in seven years. Rents are up. Um, and it's, and it's the demand, you know, driving it. There's, um, you know, people are wanting to move to the area because mm -hmm. we've got a lot going on here. Dayton's a great place to live. And, um, you know, just, just the housing, housing shortage translates to rentals as well. And rent rates are going up. Um, some things that, you know, you kind of see the, the listing and you kind of cough like, Oh my God, God and they, get they want that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's always cheaper to buy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So um, when you get in the game in 2000, let's call it 14, um, were you mainly focused on owner occupants or did you come out swinging really focused on investors? I had no clue. <laughs> Fair, had, that's a great answer. <laughs> I had literally had no idea what I was doing. You know, okay. your state classes prepare you to pass the test and yeah. don't how to do the job. They don't tell you about all the crazy things that can happen. My first real estate deal I ever did, my client's dog bit me. Oh no. <laughs> 
I don't remember. Wanted, wow, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I, it, you know, that's my luck, but that's okay because it's a good story. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I worked as an independent agent and then I stepped in for about six to eight months, I think, as a um, transaction coordinator for a, a big agent that did, did a lot of REOs. Mm. And I learned a lot really quick. Um, the contract we had just changed from a two-page contract to a seven-page contract. Mm. I knew it backwards in front. And when I realized that I was capable of kind of being on my own and being successful, I took that knowledge and just never looked back. I knew more about how to structure owner-occupied deals, how to structure bank-owned deals. Yeah. Uh, so become very versed in both. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about Rachel, the realtor for a little bit. Then we'll go to Rachel, the investor. This is going to be a lot of fun. So, okay. So you get, you, 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 you jump in, you get licensed. You don't know what you do. I love that answer. How true is that? Uh, then you become a transaction coordinator for a big shop. You, you basically are executing a lot of transactions. You know it backward and forth. Now you go out on your own again. Um, when do you, when do you, when, because for most new agents, there's a point in time where they almost have to pick, am I going to mainly focus on owner occupants or am I going to go the investor route? Because they're really a different breed, right? One person is going to be their home for decades. The other one's all about the numbers. And, and with investors, you may have out-of-state investors. I know Ohio gets called out a lot by California investors. Like, how do you deal with a California investor? All, all of that stuff. So did you have that kind of branch in the road at any point? No. Um, honestly, I'm doing a pretty good balance of both. Okay. Um, there's nothing like getting a first-time home buyer in their oh, home. That's awesome. It's, you know, they're, they're a little extra work, you know, a little bit more answering questions and handholding, but it's very rewarding when you give somebody yeah. the keys to the table and they cry and the investor's not going to cry. No, unless, no, we don't cry. <laughs> as much as they thought they were going to maybe, but, yeah. uh, I love, I love that. I love working with sellers. Um, you know, I have an interior design background. So staging is kind of the fun part there for me too. Yeah. Um, it comes into play with flipping. Uh, I get to do fun, creative stuff that I wouldn't necessarily put in my house right. and just get it. Um, but yeah, I've consistently worked with both. Um, okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to guess your phone is rung off the hook occasionally from California or East Coast, you know, New York investors going, hey, I want to put my work, money to work in Ohio. The 1% rule I'm sure you've heard about, 10% return on cash. What what are uh, what are these investors seeing today in Dayton in Ohio? Because obviously, I think the returns were better before, but it's probably not bad today. It's actually I, I have a I have a client that is in California that's bought several multifamilies here. He's referred a few to me as well. Thank you, love uh -huh. that. Um, but it, you know, it's now everybody's kind of jumping in, and the prices are going up, and it's it's hard to find the one percent rule. So I okay. see backing off a little bit. Yeah. Um, a little bit still, but at the same time, I saw a property listed today that the rents were, they were getting a half a percent rule with what they were asking. I'll just wow. put it that, and it's pending. Oh yeah. This, this is what's happening across a lot of the Midwest cities. I, uh, this channel, I talked to lots of folks all over the country and you know, these, these areas of town that used to be the 1% or heaven forbid 2%. Remember those days, 2% rule. <laughs> That was different. Uh, it, it's it's just changed. But uh, again, it's all kind of comparisons, right? Because maybe they're calling, coming from San Diego. I'm just picking a California city. California, California you're probably getting a 0.1% rule. 
rule, right? It's just nuts here. So, you know, sometimes it makes sense to live where you want, invest where the numbers make sense. And lots of times it's, it's out of state. So uh, let's just, how do as long as you've got a great property manager and somebody you trust, it's, but I, I never recommend doing the first one out of state, even yeah. if the numbers don't work great locally, it's a, it's an experience, especially, oh, amen. you know, and you don't know who you can trust. So, I mean, you've got to form those solid relationships and we've got a great uh, Facebook networking uh, page here that a lot of investors connect and can refer. And that's actually how we kind of yeah. connected somebody from that group. So um, it's it's essential if you're going to be investing out of state that you've got very trustworthy that'll tell you like it is. If yeah. it's a bad run, I, I have no problem telling people to run for the hills, especially after inspections. Yeah, done, out. Yeah, yeah, yes. no. Yeah, that, that is actually rule number one for me. Uh, I tell people all the time, because I'm not a big fan of out-of-state investing, because I think, I think too many people buy cheap and they don't realize the work they're going to have to get into. And sometimes when you buy cheap, you're on the wrong part of town, right? We know all the stories being in the right. game for a while. Um, but you've got to have somebody that'll tell you bad news fast. Bad news oh, does not get better with time. It never gets better. That right? is true. I want to know immediately, voicemail, text, email, all three, right? When something goes bad, tell me about it. So uh, that, that's awesome. Absolutely. So I know there's going to be a lot of people that are like, I want to invest in Ohio. How can I reach out to Rachel? So let's just do that here. We'll do it again later. How do you want them to reach out? Uh, email is great. Um, um, I don't know. Do you want me to? Sure. Go ahead. Lee, give it. First name, last name, uh, Rachel Gannon at 937 at gmail.com. Um, they can also call or text me. Um, 937-308-1883. If I don't answer, it's literally because I can't. I'm not one of those. Just you know, um, yeah. I don't, if I don't answer, leave me a message, leave me a text. I will get back to you. Very Life's cool. a little wearing a path all over the city and chasing a nine-year-old, a two-year-old. So <laughs> it's a little wild, but I do, I do the best I can to, to communicate. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So now let's, now let's flip to Rachel, the investor, right? Uh, so what'd you buy first? Do you remember? I do. Um, I had been driving past this this house on a cut through street that had been on the market forever. And in what I, year is this? Sorry, 2016 late. Okay. So, All right. I'm with you. Um, and I, I went to my broker and I said, I need, I need you to help me. I, I need a referral to somebody that'll do a hard money loan. I want to, I want to mm -hmm. flip this house. Yeah. And then of course he says, well, I'll do it. <laughs> Yay! Which is really what I was hoping for the whole time, but I never told him. Yeah. Uh, and we jumped in. I made a budget. I, I, I've always been the son my dad never had. So I'm in there changing outlets, changing light fixtures, painting, tile. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure I ripped up an asbestos floor without a without <laughs> a hazmat suit. I don't know. I can't be sure. Yeah. <laughs> but just kind of just getting in there and just learning and. Yeah. Um, Dad helped me. He was there every day. Damn near killed him. Oh um, yeah, he was. He was great. He was very helpful. He taught me so much, and um, it took three three separate contracts, often on the market. Just it was in a. We were in a weird spot. We the market wasn't like it is now. There was right. a little finicky thing, and it was definitely a buyer's market. And yeah. held strong and ended up closing it. It took me about eight months, I believe, between purchase and resale. And oh. that was being very gone. And 
I'm, I'm not as hands-on anymore, yeah. <laughs> with the, but I've got two great crews, two great um, groups of guys that I trust completely. And it's made my life a lot easier. I bet. So everybody wants to know, what, what'd you make on the first one? Me 20. That's not bad. Uh, that's, yeah. That doesn't suck. Yeah. You, 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 I'd roll out of bed for 20 grand. No problem. Right. <laughs> the best uh, part is always covered in paint. So I could tell people that it wasn't any gray. It was, I was paint. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. All right. So you get in, you, you start flipping uh, some properties, which makes tons of sense as a real estate agent. I think real estate agents, that is probably, I don't know why more don't do it, right? You know the market, you're driving, you're, you're, you're almost driving for dollars, right? You drive by the same house right. over and over. It's like, okay, this one's got some stink on it. I think I can make this one special. Um, you know, I think, I think more agents should, should take the time because you're in the market. You know it better than everyone else. Um, True. You, you, uh, what are some crazy things you've done to a house to make it stand out and pop? I hear, I hear you got some special sauce. So what, what are some things you've done? Um, well, so first, the second house I flipped was actually down in St. Anne's Historic District, downtown where my office is. Um, and when you are doing those historical properties, you can do a little bit more fun things. People expect creative and unique and stuff like that. And I, right. we put a, a, a chandelier in the dining room that was bigger than the dining table. That was pretty cool. I mean, just <laughs> like it was six huge. foot, like hang out wagon from the ceiling or something. Um, wow. and I did a, a chandelier in the hallway. We spray painted it lime green. That was kind of fun. And wow. uh, we've really started doing some fun, creative marketing things when we go to list them. Um, we've done, I've put my husband in a killer clown costume. <laughs> He loved that. Uh, I've done dinosaurs with my husband and my daughter. Wow. Uh, and then in January, because, you know, 2020 was so crazy and we were in a property right after the first of the year. So I thought, okay, how can we have fun with this? So it, the listing description says, what's next for 2021? What could possibly go wrong? Bigfoot? No, aliens. And we put her in this blow up alien costume <laughs> and it, Zillow Gone Wild got a hold of it. It had like a million likes, shares, you know, reposts. It was nice. crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, and Wall Street Journal did an article about it. And my daughter was like, I'm going to be on Ellen. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, again, you, you, you these creative little touches I've seen, right? Yeah, one time, you, I believe it was you, or probably your husband, was in a full metal, I don't know what they're called, like guard? I don't know what they're called. <gasps> yeah. That actually, that was the um, headline picture for the Wall Street Journal article. <laughs> yeah, I saw he that. Based out of Washington, he was in, a, um, I believe, in Seattle. Um, so that was just like another agent that's doing kind of the same creative things, and it's yeah. great because he reached out to me on Facebook after the article, and we kind of congratulated each other, and we're nice. just kind of been a little crazy ride together, and don't even know the guy. That there you go. I like yeah. that now, but Earl Source in Seattle. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So again, what, what I would tell real estate agents here is it, you never know, you, you got to stand out from the crowd standing and you, you've done some amazing things. Not only with, so it, not only with the house, i.e. spray painting a chandelier lime green, um, but you've also leveraged your, your husband, your daughter, alien, like aliens. I love that. What can go, what else could go crazy in 2021? Well, aliens. And there she is just in a picture. Yeah, it just seemed like the the way to go with it, you, you know, just something fun, um, anything to stand out, anything to to 
to get in front of more people. Oh, it doesn't I, matter. All eyeballs. It's all eyeballs. Absolutely. That's all. And it doesn't really sell it faster, but it gets it in front of more people. And that's residual business. And that's, you know, oh yeah, I remember when you did that. I did a, an interview with ABC Local last week and I was talking about the, the alien cost. And she went, oh, I saw that. That was great. I'm like, yeah. That, that was, was me. <laughs> smile and it was a good for a laugh. So. Oh, I love yeah, that. Put, sm- putting people. Go all the comments oh look the alien's green but the whole house is gray <laughs> <laughs> yes people <laughs> yes neutral, that's what neutral I'm... colors <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> exactly well uh you've done some other stuff you, you talked about owning apartment buildings let's talk about that uh yeah so i kind of happened into an off-market apartment building a couple years ago and i it was just like a random connection from my dad. He said his aunt was liquidating and I feel like we got a great price on this wonderful property um, in Riverside and Dayton and to ranch, brick ranch slab apartments. Wow. Low, yeah. just the ideal, no common spaces, which during COVID yeah. oh, was, that was the best. You didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. Um, and yeah. We got, a, I think three or four single families. Um, I bought the house that I grew up in Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. My 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 dad, so my grandma had passed away. My dad told this story that every time my grandma got pregnant, they had to move to a bigger house. And they had to buy that house when she got pregnant with him. And then, you know, my dad went into the military, married my mom, moved back into that house with my grandpa to help take care of him. Huh. And we lived there about the fifth grade and it came up on the market in 2017 and I had to have it. That's right. That one's mine. There yep, that is mine. It's never going anywhere. So stop That's sending me flyers, wholesalers. Yeah, exactly. That one's off the market. <laughs> never, never. Too many memories. When we got in the bathroom, we found my dad's handwriting on the studs in the wall. It was oh, so- that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That got me a little teared up when we found that. <laughs> I bet, yeah. And now you're starting to dip your toe into short-term rentals? Yes. How's that been? I, I'm, I'm loving it so far. We have one little um, two bedroom, one bath. It used to be a penny candy store. Hmm. Uh, we're calling it Penny Lane. Um, that yeah. is active on the market. And we were up about four or five days and we have a long-term person booked next year from January to August. Oh, darn. So <laughs> I know uh, we are doing, um, we are wrapping up one just a couple blocks over here in St. Anne's. That'll be up by the end of the month. And I'm doing a themed Airbnb after that. Nice. I can't say yet. I don't want anybody to steal it, but there I'm going to see you when it's ready. I don't want to. Yeah, that's, send me a picture. <laughs> that's awesome. So it, it's just kind of, again, just doing something fun, doing something different, standing out. Yeah, you, you, uh, you definitely enjoy life. Put a smile on people's faces is always a good day. So I'm I'm curious about Dayton. Where do you see Dayton going into 2022? Is it uh, topping out? More inventories rising, price drops. Where are we? Supply demand. What's going on? So I do see things sitting on the market a little bit longer. Now uh, let's define a little bit longer. Was it five days before, and now it's eight days, or what, 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 what's going on? Before now, we can. You probably got a couple of days, maybe a week. Um, there's still those properties in those prime areas that people are wanting to be in that are still going just as fast. But mm-hmm. um, and again, there's some reaching there going on, saying, "Oh, well, my neighbor sold their house yeah. for X <laughs> yeah more." When you know you haven't updated anything in 30 years. Yeah. So reaching it, is a kind word for overpricing. But anyways. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just put it mildly. Yes. But it's 
um, it's slowed down a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's not definitely still a seller's market. There's mm -hmm. a few, you know, a lot of people listing their houses right now. Okay. And what I've recommended to a lot of people, especially owner occupants is if you're wanting to move, build. Mm. Mm. Okay. Price, lumber prices have come down. Yes. Sure. Up metal is up, but there's nobody competing yeah. for, for a property if you're building, cause it's already yours yeah. and you get one yeah and uh here's a hint order your windows early because windows are backlogged <laughs> they're building and my windows are ordered <laughs> yeah yeah make sure it's just what it i mean i had a job that uh they they were they were three weeks out when i ordered them they're in they're gonna end up being 16 weeks before we get them wow it's yeah, crazy when windows are the thing it used to be lumber now it's windows um so again what? Yeah. So if somebody from California wanted to reach out or somebody in looking to buy in Dayton, how do you want them to reach out to you? Because you're a lot of fun. You know the area. And the beauty for me is you are an investor. Um, that is that is kind of the number one thing I look for in my agents is, are you an investor? Because you just look at the deal differently. So. Yes, absolutely. And it's funny. I've, it, it's hard now sometimes with owner occupants. Um, I, had, I had one ask me like, well, what, what would you do? And I'm just like, Ugh. Completely different way than you do. I, yeah. I'm look, I look at everything like the numbers anymore. Yeah. So basically I have to tell people, can you see yourself living here? Do you feel like you have to have it? That's yeah. really the best way for me with owner occupants, but investors, yes, all about the numbers. Uh, feel free to give me a call, shoot me a text at 937-308-1883 or email rachelgannon937 at gmail. Very cool, Rachel. This has been a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you for taking this from your your car that was awesome and send me a picture of your themed airbnb once it goes live i absolutely i'm so excited about it i wish i could say a little bit more but like i said i've i've when i get excited i say way too much and then it's going to get swept right out from underneath me. that's okay no i will wait i will patiently wait and celebrate your success when it's done so rachel thank you very much have a wonderful day thank you you too all right bye